Welcome to episode 34 of the Eye of Terror podcast. I'm George. And I'm Alec. And we play 40K. We're going to talk about some hobby progress. Yes. Then we'll get into a brand new board game we played. Yes, although it's not particularly brand new. No, it's been around a while, but yeah. it's new for us. New for us. And new experience. New experience. We'll, we'll definitely then talk about uh, the latest Gathering Storm book. Yes. With Roboot Girly Man. Roboot Roboot Gileman. Roboot Girly Man. Row row your boat. Row 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 your boat gently down the Gileman. That guy. That guy. That guy. The the Roman dude. The Roman looking dude. Yeah. And then and finally we'll end with our battle report, which is the Word Bearers versus the Blood Angels. Okay. All right. All right, this uh, hobby progress to start things off. It, the continuing saga of the Thousand Sons continues. Yeah, I'm very proud that I've now completed six of the ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. Um, <laughs> but they're looking good. They're just yep. taking forever. Yep. But uh, but working on them got me excited about how they're finally gonna. I'm gonna finish one squad. Yeah, and then I'll yeah. get into the second squad, and then I'll get into the Exhausted Sorcerers, and then I'll get into Iron Man, and then I'll get into the Occult uh, Terminators. Oh yeah, yeah. There's just so much, it's and just they're so much. just so detailed. So detailed. Okay, but to distract myself from, uh, yep. from all the detail, I decided to take an old squad, command squad, Blood Angels command squad. Yep. And then I, I repainted that. It was it. This is like a command squad that I started that I first painted. Yeah. Maybe a few was, months into the hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it wasn't. It was. It wasn't. No, looked terrible. Wasn't your uh, pride and joy. No, I look terrible. I for some reason one of the vets in the command squad had a blue helmet, like a devastator helmet. Yeah, no reason for that. He just sort of had right. One. He, he's supposed to hold a banner. He's holding a stick. <laughs> he's holding a stick. stick. So, so it just whack people in the face <laughs> with his stick. So that that was terrible. The other guys had like a bolter and a chain sword, like a command squad with a bolter and a chain sword. Like yeah. vets aren't going to equip that. And then the apothecary was terrible. He, I, I, this is back when I used to just glop on the paint. Yeah. Oh, it's not thick enough. I better make it thicker. <laughs> I, I can still see through, so I what, what, make it thicker. What's the phrase? Thin your paints. Yeah, I didn't believe in that. I didn't. I didn't get that until I started like going on Reddit and posting photos, and everyone was like, "Thin your thin paints. paints. <laughs> thin your paints, dude. Just thin your paints." Right. So, and that was before Duncan started doing his videos. For God's sake! Duncan would tell me to thin my paints. So, yeah, yep, I wasn't yep. thinning my paints. So back then, I had thick paints. And so these, times yeah. So those Duncan. So, so I ended up doing a five-man command squad. Yeah. I kind of ripped off the arms and some of the heads off yep. some of the dudes. Um, I didn't really change the body. Didn't do much with the body. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Red. I did. You I added did. some different weapon stunt, didn't you? I I added different shoulder pads. Yeah. I gotten these Forge World Blood Angel shoulder pads yeah. that look amazing. That look fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I I painted those black, and then their trim is gold. Mm-hmm. But I used what I did is I used Liberator Gold. Okay. And then I used Reichland Flesh Shade. All right. To give it like a an orangey deeper sort of. Gold, you know, rose gold. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and then I went back and then I highlighted with another layer of liberator gold. Just not everywhere, just a few spaces yeah, where yeah, the yeah. light would hit it. Yeah. So it's so you still see the deep, the darker reddish gold yeah. behind it. And then finally, at the places where it's sort of at maximum yeah. um, light, I, I added Stormhole Silver, so it looked white, you know, like white, like like super bright. Yeah, right so it's there. like really bright. Yeah, yeah, so you have all these different layers of gold, and it just it just pops, and it looks awesome now. So I gave these guys a unified gold look. Yeah. Um, and so now they have gold helmets. Yeah, they have gold shoulder pads. Gold shoulder pads. And, and they, they got the works. Yeah, the black in contrast really great. The black shoulder pads really contrast great with the gold trim. And mm. looks fantastic. So I, I posted the photo on our Facebook page. So please come visit and take a look at that. Um, I think it turned out pretty good for a, a squad that I would never use because they didn't meet the rule of cool. Well, they were hideous looking, and I yeah. didn't. I didn't want to feel them because they were just yeah, ugly. They didn't, yeah, yeah, Plus, yeah. I didn't have any ideas on, on how to effectively use, use a command, command squad. squad. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I redid Captain Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah Cap- Captain Awesome. Uh, I don't think we've mentioned him on the podcast, have we? I'm surprised if we have. I'm, I'm surprised, surprised we haven't. So Captain Awesome, we decided to just make the most outrageously uh, over the top 
blood angels looking dude. He so basically he had like uh, he had the freaking full. Yeah, okay. So he had the crazy the eagle, uh, backpack, the eagle, e- backpack. eagle backpack. He had the little like what 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 are these the called? The laurel, the laurel, the laurel. Yeah, he, he had a full on gold gold laurel. Gold he laurel. had just a ton of the little like gold seed, braid. Yeah, a like, ton of like a gold braid. A ton of the his little, armor's all just covered in gold. A braid. ton of the, a ton of purity seals everywhere. everywhere. Purity seals everywhere. He just had some random paper on his gun. Um, <laughs> yeah. He yeah. He just had a some scroll braid. on his gun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he's holding a heavy bolter with one hand. Yeah. Right. Because he's awesome. And he's got and he and he used to have uh he used to have a power fist pointing outwards. Yeah, pointing toward his destiny. Pointing. <laughs> And then and then but I, then I I just got I didn't like it and I was never gonna feel that feel him with a yeah. with it. so you know there's a great uh, blade uh, relic blade um, in the Blood Angels the yeah, Valor's yeah, Edge yeah, Valor's Edge so, so I thought okay so, I'll just put a I'll put a, like a power sword yeah yeah, yeah cool that power way sword. I'll use him yeah so I repainted him and uh, he just adjusted him a little bit so now he's even more awesome he, he just Ti- Tiberius J awesome his <laughs> Tiberius J he, awesome. Yeah. The, the blood, uh, blood angel, the the gold backpack, the eagle mouse actually open, <laughs> and it's actually a jump pack, just a really slow moving jump pack. Yeah, he, he just like, like he like slowly, slowly hovers over the, he field, just slowly like, field of battle, <laughs> and then the other like uh, he's instructed all of the tanks to like line him up with their searchlights. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and there's music playing. Yeah, and he's like floating over the battlefield. <laughs> that, that's he how that's how he enters. Yeah. Like he'll he would like every, like you know all the other all the other guys show up like landing super hard and killing immediately he's just like a slow descent yeah oh. but he's awesome he's got the little baby cherubs floating around his head all yeah, the exactly. time exactly so that that's captain Tiberius j awesome play angel <laughs> yeah so i worked on him and then i i started building the iron warriors i took the mark three armor oh yeah from i think it's a prospero set yeah um we got those yep. so i built five or six of them have, have fun with corruption, man. Yeah. Uh, no. Good. They're yeah. I'm gonna keep them. <laughs> I'm gonna keep them like pre-mutated. Chaos. Like they just turned to chaos. So there might be some some small signs, but for the most yeah. part, they look like like iron warriors, like 30k iron warriors. Yeah. The I Mark three armor. I'm just gonna do like maybe have, maybe have maybe they showed up from like a time warp. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they they, they, they happen. Are, like mm-hmm. in the warp time is super means right. nothing so right. now that you could fall and they came out of the yeah they just they finally. just show up and they're like oh we're here now i guess yep. and this is fight still going on yeah i'm yep. cool with this um i took um i took a a terminator body uh, like a forge world terminator body that had like this giant freaking axe yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. a long axe it was yeah, yeah. And then I just stuck in this, the, the most chaosy looking angry head, angry head inside in there. Yeah. And then he's going to be my chaos lord. And he's so got like a plasma pistol, right? Yeah, I gave him a plasma pistol uh, and, uh, and a force axe. Yeah, the arm, or, the arm looks a little off from his, like, when you look at it, front foot, it looks a little off. So you might want to. I think, you know what I think it bit. is? Yeah, I may, I may do that. Uh, his plasma pistol is too small like, because it comes from the 30K world. It looks a little small. So he looks, it looks dainty. <laughs> So <laughs> it looks very delicate, so oh. I may have to replace that. I don't know. We'll you, you, you might want to replace that on. Yeah, the, the I think the arm, the arm itself looks a little weirdly um, put in, like from like top down. It actually looks good. Yeah. But then I was looking at it a little closer. Just like I, I don't know. Something's a little out of joint. And also, I think his back might have something missing. No. That it looks like there's something that's supposed to just, like get slotted in. Oh well, I'll take a look. I'll take a look. Uh, a work in progress with that. He's a work in progress. He's a work in progress. We'll yeah. figure out. Um, okay, what else did I do? Did I work on anything else? Uh, oh, b- uh, the ba- uh, the uh, stormlord. So, stormlord, yeah. Okay, so I've been. I love weathering. Totally love weathering. Uh, and I've been starting to get into the Mig Jimenez Shit. line of weathering um, enamels and oils. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so I took a stormlord I had. Which was sort of a super dark military green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it had I had little like light gray sort of like it was military. Um, it was green. It was green. I thought black. It was, I always thought it was, I thought it was just gray. It's like a green gray. It was like very dark. It had a green tint to I, it. Uh, yeah, I never even noticed. Slight, the but green. It, but it was not at all. Really, um, it didn't really match my imperial yeah. guard colors, which are yeah. black and gray. Right, it didn't really match. So I decided to start playing around with some of the. Uh, enamels from yeah. the Meg Jimenez line and what, it, what when you when you uh, apply those um, oils 
what you do is that like for rust like you can add a really cool rust effect yeah by doing these little pinpoints of a rust paint like a super yeah yeah that was dark yeah, that was brown great. paint Those and then you like, take yeah you take basically you pinpoint it all alongside the armor or the side of the armor yeah and then you just let it dry just a little bit and then you take um this um enamel uh thinner mm-hmm. and then you take a flat head brush and then you slowly brush in one direction down so that it starts streaking and creating these very subtle sort of rust streaky effects. Uh, that's cool. Right. And because it's oil, it doesn't dry right away. It takes a while. So you can actually play with it and, you know, and it, and it just sort of disperses and it leaves like these little rusty patches all throughout. Oh, that's nice. So it's a lot su- more subtle than just yeah, than putting just, just putting just painting, rust, painting rust on or something or weathering powders or anything. So you, I ended up with a, um, I, I put a, a rust layer all over it uh, just to like give it some more depth, right? And then uh, I took a Vallejo black wash yeah. and then I black washed everything yeah. to, to basically make it a much darker uh, color. Okay. So now the storm lord yeah, yeah. is is pretty much black. Yeah, it's pretty much black. Black yeah. with these with these rust stains yeah. all throughout that you can sort of see these rust streaks. And then I took a storm host silver. It's a very bright silver. Um, and then I took a sponge and then I did the corners to give it kind of a uh, a chipping effect, like a weathered effect on the on the corners. Yeah. So you've got some bright spots your eyes are attracted to where there's like, you know, the metal, the sheer metal is like worn through. Yeah. And that turned out pretty good. He's yeah. still a work in progress. I'm not done, but uh, he looks a lot more. Who chipped the paint? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's because the commissar is <laughs> asking to be brought closer so he can hit it with a sword. <laughs> and then someone chipped the paint. So someone, someone, yeah. someone keyed my storm ward. Yeah. So, so that was uh, that's basically two weeks worth of uh, of hobbying progress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. When you buy stuff, that's hobby progress, right? I would count that. Okay. So coming back from skiing, I went skiing. Yes. Big Bear. Yes. And then there's this amazing store yeah. called Pegasus Hobbies. Mm-hmm. It's in like Upland or Montclair. I think it's Montclair. Montclair. They have great deals on GW stuff. First of all, a huge store that is yeah. got RC cars. RC cars. It was like it was like half like RC stuff and sort of like yeah drones, drones cars, and... boats. You know RC stuff. Then it has a whole like electric train section. Yep. Then it has like a board game section. Yep. And then it's got like this whole section of just like military plastic models. And there was your like, like the, all the Tamiya stuff and you know yep. all the Japanese stuff and Chinese you know, models that are just like crazy and awesome, and then the whole back section is Warhammer, but they have like a huge discount there. Ooh. Yeah, so you can like you can get like a start collecting pack with like a twenty to twenty five percent discount from the GW price. So that's fantastic. So anyway, I went there, and then I picked up a few things. Mm-hmm. Picked up uh, the Goliath truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna turn that into a Tarox for the Tempestus Scions. How will you turn it into a Tarox? I'm just gonna basically paint it so it matches the Astro Militarum colors. Um, yeah, colors, and then attach. It comes with an auto cannon, so I'm gonna attach the auto cannon. All right, and then it's gonna count as a Tarox. All right. Okay. Although, so you're not you're not planning on starting a Gene Steel army. No. Come on, how many armies can I possibly start? Hey, I, they have. I'm already good, way behind. They have good rules and are really nice fluff. Do you want to paint them? If you want to paint them, I'll get them. If you want to paint them, I don't know. Well, maybe I'll have to think. About really? It. I'd have to think about it. Okay, because I can't do this alone. This is too many things to paint. I'm way too behind. Many. Yeah, I understand. Because of stress. I understand. Okay, so I got the. I got yeah, that. Got the Torox. I got the Minotaurum containers. Yep, those little, those little goofy look, storage container things. Super cool. Oh, except the little guns. I'm not going to put guns on them. That's Why do they have guns? I have no idea. Because it's Grimdark. It's Grimdark. Even it the just, Minotaurum containers. They just, they just have Ottoman. Grimdark. You have to protect your cargo somehow. Get the filthy peasants off of <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> okay, I uh, got that. I got um, I got a tech marine with servitors. Yeah. But he's going to end up being a... Um, a warpsmith, I think, for the Iron yeah. Warriors. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that. Yeah, we'll have to try and convert him in some way. Let's figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Since and... he's currently fine cast. Yep. Right. And what else did I get? Yeah, what else did you get? Uh, I got you, some. Didn't the then the Tau suit arrive? Oh yeah. In the meantime, I uh, at at the Las Vegas Open um, at the Forge World stand. Yep. You you uh, you ordered. I ordered the Yavara, Yavara. XV one hundred and nine battle suit. The, and that the AP two strength seven. 
or was basically it it's something these like that. Two, if you overcharge it or something, yeah, 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 you get two AP two torrent torrent flamers flames. that are like eight that are like strength. They're higher. They're a high strength, and they got like like what are they? is it a sanction? It was a six inch torrent. It's a six inch torrent. It's not a, so it's on twelve. Okay. Yes, but, there's but still, two, that's you still that's still that's lay down that's two AP two templates. That's crazy. That, that, thanks, thanks, Forge World. Yeah, so I got I, that. I, can, I can see you care about balance, guys. <laughs> also, also got another uh, quad mortar rapier, uh, uh, yeah, can, cannon thing, yeah. whatever. That'll be that's yeah, because nice one isn't enough. I never had good luck with one, so I figure why not two? Why not two? Why not two? Maybe that. All right, I'll, so I'll I got I got another one of those. Just buy more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> buy more. And the other thing I did is I um I I started working on a uh, Raven Guard chaplain with the i use the dark fury wings like those metallic yeah, yeah, looking yeah. yeah so now he's got the wings the bird man. <laughs> more, yeah bird more birdman more birdman because eventually i want to have got... an allied uh raven guard and you had a you had a cool idea on what to do with the wings and the and the yeah you had a cool idea on what to do with the wings because you wanted to make them a uh, bone colored right no, the wings aren't going to be bone colored. Just, oh, I thought that was going to be no, the thing. No, the, the chaplains, he's got little skulls and stuff. All the skulls and the skulls, and yeah. But, bone. But no, I'm not making his wings bone. That makes no sense. Well, the, <laughs> Bony wings? Well, yeah. <laughs> he's like a fossil? No, he's got like bone colored wings. Doesn't mean they're, doesn't mean that they're, it's like, I, because the chaplain, well, no, no, the chaplain has like a skull mask usually, right? Yeah, not this guy. He's got. He's, he's just got a head, he's so head, you yeah. have to. So I was thinking that would be a way to denote him as a chaplain to put the white somewhere. Nah, he's got his crozius. But yeah, he's got. Well, yeah, he's got. He's the, got the, the well, gold. No, no, no. The cro the crozius doesn't even look like a crozius though. No, it's I mean, a, it's it, a power mall. It's, I, I mean, it's a power mall. That but I it, customized a little bit. Shaped off a bit. Yeah, shaped off a bit. It looks a lot more brutal now. Otherwise, he'll just kind of look like a dude. That's fine. That's the Raven Guard. They all look like they all look bird like dudes, because uh, it was I was either it was either that or um, all right. Yeah. I guess if you just want to make them look like a, oh, uh, they look like pretty cool dudes though. That's, so, that's yeah. it. They're like I told you the Raven Guards. They stand out to the side, and they smoke their dark cigarettes. <laughs> is and that dressed that? all in black, all emo? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like French cigarettes. <laughs> that's right. In their beaky masks. <laughs> <laughs> French accent. <laughs> we are the Raven Guard. <laughs> we are cooler than you, stupid Americans. <laughs> oh. I don't know. That's probably a horrible, horrible French accent. Okay. What, what brand of coffee is that? <laughs> it's not dark enough. <laughs> so I think that's my hobby progress. Yeah, that's my, that's my hobby progress. <laughs> Let's get into some some rumor stuff. Well, sort of rumors. Rumors. Okay, yeah. I mean, so Gathering Storm Part Three. Yeah, we know. We know our friend uh, Primark rises. R yep, we know our friend Row 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 Your Boat is gonna show yeah. up, come back from his stasis. Spoiler. Ask spent ten seconds of a spoiler. So the um, Eldari. Uh, Eldari. Yeah, and Belisarius call um, somehow yeah. like resurrect him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's like and a way I have powers over death. He's got uh, the Emperor's sword, and he gives him the Emperor's sword, and I think he's equipped with a special armor that either Belisarius or the El the Eldar helped to craft. I, I made this as practical as possible. That they in conformity with my mechanicus design. Why did you put all these little weird like engravings in it? Shut up. Why does Belisarius call sound like the scientist <laughs> from The Simpsons? Because that's how <laughs> I imagine all mechanicus people sound like. Sound like okay. It's it's either that or they just sound like robots. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the, the new triumvirate of the Imperium. The new version is let's yeah, see, it's it's, uh, it's uh, Roboot, and then Robo it's um, this Ro Roboot uh, Cipher Cyphus Cipher 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 Yeah Cipher. That that's not that's not. Who's too got an amazing model? He that that is probably my favorite model among the three. Yeah, because because our Grey Knights guy looks a little too average. He average looks like Grey Knights dude. And well, Roboot Roboot man. He looks all right. I think the armor is a little odd. You think it's, it's a little or, too ornate, or not, is it, not ornate? Or the shape. Well, of I mean, it. It, it's it should be ornate, but it, not in the right way. <laughs> like like the again, little engravings are a little odd. But it seems yeah. like his little. It feels too rounded. Oh, he's got like a barrel chest. He's got like the barrel chest, and he's got the little okay. like cert, like the armor just looks a little too. I don't know, odd for me. I, I like I like the fact that he has a helmet. 
option. Um, first, first, first guy to use his head in exactly. the entirety of 40k. I'm actually going to cover my head. I'm going to cover my head. Why wouldn't I do? I saw why what are you to Ferris Manis? I'm going <laughs> to. I saw. I saw. That happened to me. That ain't, That's why no. I'm still around. <laughs> I wear my helmet, man. I wear a helmet, man. It's in the Codex Astartes. Wear your helmet. Wear your helmet. <laughs> Why are none that's of why you? We, that's why you have one. <laughs> you, even my own chapter is not doing it. What the heck? Yeah. Uh, Dumbass sergeant. So let's so cipher is up to mysterious things because he, I think, was maybe a fallen. I'm not sure about the Dark Angels War particularly, but I think he was like a fallen, and who the Dark Angels have been trying to catch for. A, Ten thousand years, and so Cypher's either a, a, a and yeah, good and guy, he's either a good guy or a bad guy. Because, we don't know because the Dark Angels actually we are think, her, reformed heretics that are trying to stamp out any yeah. knowledge of the fact that they, they were, were heretics, heretics at some point, and so they're going after Cypher and the other Fallen, who were actually the good guys who remained loyal. Yeah, or the Fallen were in fact the heretics, heretics and they're the shameful cousins of the. You know, yeah. family members of the uh, Dark Angels, and and, must be and we think that might the, the sword on his back is Lionel Johnson's uh, prime arc of the Dark Angels. Yeah. That's why he's like his massive sword on back in his back okay. all the time. That may be it. Uh, well, yeah, that, that's like a big thing in Dark Angels lore. Then he might have that, and he's he might be trying to resurrect him or something. I don't know. So, um, so I heard a rumor. Um, I was talking to uh, Jeremy over at um, Next Gen, and his rumor is he, he thinks mm-hmm. that that ro- the prime arc robot. Um, is going to um, lead a civil war. That's what I. That's what I think as well. Lead a civil war, um, and that some of the chapters will join him, and you know, and others will you know stay loyal to the Imperium as it is. I I think the ones who will stay loyal will probably be the guys who don't get their primarchs back. That would make sense. Because think when the, when if all the primarchs have gotten missing show back up. Won't they be like, oh, hey, guys, you know that whole worshiping the emperor thing? D- don't. Yeah. Don't. Like, stop. Yeah. that's This is the exact opposite this, of what the emperor wanted. This is not what the emperor wanted. That, this, is, this, is what, this is what Orgar wanted. Right. This is what the, the demon, the demon guy wanted. Right. This is why he a went religion, crazy. A religion based around uh, the emperor. Um, so we'll see. I mean, the book comes out next week. Yeah, so we'll we'll, see. well we'll find out we'll all find the out. secrets. I, I can't wait. Who lives? Who dies? Who stays the same? Right. Tune in. Uh, in the meantime, some rules are starting to leak out. Yeah, uh, and for like, the Primarch. And yeah, apparently. Oh yeah, like it's like weapon skills six, six plus skill six, six, lots of sixes, strength I think six, strength six, six, toughness six. Oh, and I think he's weapon skill nine. Actually, oh, weapon skill nine. Weapon skill so that's nine. like a demon prince. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, strength toughness six. And he's got he's got like six wounds. Six wounds. Which is crazy. Yeah. Initiative probably like six or something. Seven, maybe. Yeah. Eight. Something like that. Know. Who knows? It, it's it's out there. Lots of attacks. Oh, and he doesn't he have like the the uh like power where he gets all the the command warlord traits. Yeah. If, and then like the uh, command all section. All six command warlord traits. So he which gets a twelve inch bubble, bubble of craziness or so he's just constantly has a twelve inch bubble of craziness around him. So I mean he's gonna be an amazing guy to include in uh, any kind of Death Star. So, yeah, he certainly he certainly is a bit of a he certainly is a boost. Yeah. He's not he's not quite as punchy as Magnus, but then again he's not a demon. Uh, um I don't I don't know how many points he is. Yeah, I don't know. how he, he might might be pointed. He might be worth less. Or, yeah. I don't know. It depends on how good his other stuff is. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's exciting. The it's Lord, still exciting now. Yeah. yeah it's still the, the fluff is moving forward in an exciting new way. There's Big someone, changes are happening. Someone's probably going to die. Yeah. Now the question becomes, now that the Gathering Storm has is concluding, um, will there be three books based on the storm is here? The storm know? is here. <laughs> Watch out. The storm is raining. Uh, hurricane <laughs> chaos. <laughs> um, or, weather alert. <laughs> or do we now then go into eighth edition? Because I think uh, one of two things happens. Either after the end of the – basically it, it leads up to possibly April – being eighth edition, there seems to be so many rumors about eighth edition that just have hit like white hot heat. Yeah, I don't know frequency. I'm or not, or three more books about the aftermath of the Primarch doing whatever stuff. he's going to do. Yeah, um, and then and then you know basically coming into conflict with the thirteenth 
you know crusade yeah um um i think i think they're probably going to continue the story before they do i think so too i, I don't think we're going to see an eighth edition until june yeah at, at the earliest yeah yeah probably but, that's probably gonna be it but we'll, well we don't know anything we'll find out we'll find out we're just simple podcasters and there might be just right we're just we're just guys with opinions okay in this room and um, talk to you any other rumors any other i don't believe so no okay all right on on that note then um when we come back we're going to talk about an awesome board game called cosmic encounter that and more when we return And we're back. Okay, um, yesterday we played this uh, pretty fun game. Yep. Called Cosmic Encounter. All right, let me have the box right here. It was released 1977. Seven. That's when it first was released. So it's been around a while. Okay, yeah, hold it yep, up. Cosmic Encounter. Okay, holding up to the microphone so you people listening to the podcast can also see it. Yes. Um, all right, so in the back it's described as build a galactic empire in the depths of space. The alien races of the cosmos vie with each other for control of the universe. Alliances form and shift from moment to moment while cataclysmic battles send starships screaming into the warp. And then it goes on. Ah. No two games are ever the same, it says. Indeed. Yeah. This is uh, true. It's a game from Fantasy Flight Games. Um, um, it is for three to five players. It typically takes about one or two hours. Yeah, it's basically a game where you control some planets, your buddies control some planets, and you gotta get some, and you gotta get some uh, more land. You gotta need get some more real estate right. on those planets. So because real estate's everything. Right. So you start <laughs> off with uh, it's for three players, and uh, you each control a home system of five, basically five planets. Yep. Everybody's got five planets. You've got five planets. And then you've got twenty ships. Among spread out among the five planets, you what you do during your turn is that you um, select one of your opponent's planets and then try and invade it. If the winner is the person who first gets five foreign colonies established on your, your opponent's planets. Yep. Right. So every every turn you're trying to take to take a colony. Now, yeah. Um, what makes it unique is that. There is a vast multitude of different alien races to choose from. Like, what's the number exactly? Fifty something. I think there's right now there's fifty that start in the in the starter box. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But there's been all kinds of expansions since then, so there's there's way more than that. So let me, let me actually let me see. Cause I'll check the exact. I think it's like fifty three, something like that. It's fifty alien races 50, to begin 50. with, right? Yeah, fifty alien races, um, and. They are all have unique powers that wildly change the game based off of like what they are. Right. Um, yeah. So, and you choose amongst them for each game, or you don't choose. You um, they're randomly selected. But it just gives it so much, so many variables. Like the game alone is like, and I like the, the game, game alone is, would the be game that is, would be nice. The game is an interesting strategic game. It's fun. It's yeah. cool. But but that but that re- the vast multitude of just alien races you can choose from is really just the selling point because they're just. They have such unique abilities that like change the game dramatically. Like you can like there's ones that can trade cards, one that can like see into your hand, um, some that have different win conditions, uh, like the right. the TikTok. Like TikTok. the TikTok race is basically if the other players don't win before, then he automatically like, wins. Like there's a certain, certain, certain allotted time period. Right. Then the like TikTok a, race will win. Yeah, just automatically. I, I played the sorcerer race yesterday. The which, sorcerer race, which yeah. basically means that. Once your opponent, um, you, you basically you, you have these cards that have numbers on them, yeah. and uh, it's like Stratego. Yeah, <laughs> the higher number wins. So you put down a card, uh, you add that to the number of ships that are attacking, and you compare that against the defending number of ships and the defender's card, and whoever has the higher card total yep. wins. wins. But the sorcerer has the ability while well, both cards are face down yep. to do the old switcheroo yep, switcher. and then switch that switch card with your card so what i was doing yesterday yeah is playing these really super low value cards or nego- yeah, negotiation cards or negotiation automatic card. losses yeah and then tr- basically forcing Tr-trading, that on, yeah, on, tr- onto my opponent and then so i kept winning um battles that way um i played um, the zombies the zombies basically their ships uh, when ships are when like you lose a battle your ships go into something called the warp 
Uh, yeah. Um, mm. yeah, but um, they go into something called the warp, and then you get them back after a while. But the zombie race, they never lose ships ever. They never lose ships, so that you just redistribute them amongst your existing colonies rather than actually lose any of them. Right. And beyond that, uh, you can actually, as part of negotiations, you can say I can get you can like use them as a bargaining chip if they have like ships in the warp. You can use as a bargaining chip. Say I can offer you your ships if you. Yeah, th- that's the other component in this game is that you have the ability to negotiate rather than uh, just invade yeah. and attack. You can ask your opponent if you've got a negotiation card whether they want to negotiate. Yeah. And then you can strike a deal. And if you don't strike a deal within one minute, like you lose, everyone loses all their ships. Yeah. Right. So you have to either strike a deal or not strike a deal. Yeah. And so alliances get formed between mm-hmm. the players to basically, like, if one player starts getting too many colonies, yep. immediately the alliance is shipped. And now the person who's ahead is facing, you know, the other players. Um, it's pretty fun because you can trade cards, you can trade ships, or as Alec pointed out, if there's ships that are in the warp and somebody has the ability to resurrect them, then yeah, you can yeah, use yeah, that as a bargaining that. chip. Yeah. Yeah. It's so it, it was great because last night it was Yumi and Rain playing, so it was a three-player game, and alliances were constantly shifting. Constantly. Yeah. Uh, and that's what made it the most fun is that there's that real social aspect. Yeah. It isn't just a mechanic of you know who's got mathematically who's got the greater number yeah it, it's based it's a it's based a lot more on cooperate well it's right. like temporary bits of cooperation along with that competitive aspect along along with uh the you know greater number mechanic there's also something called flares yeah that are basically like one-time powers that you can use sort of as magic interrupts you know like the yeah, yeah. magic the gathering you can play an instant or an interrupt that's, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like that i like i like to use the term interrupt still yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Hey, oh, you're an OG Magic player. Uh, OG Magic OG, player. That's OG right. Magic Back player. Back in 1992. 1992. 1992. Yeah. yeah. When yeah, the yeah, game yeah. first started, I used to use the term interrupt. There we go. But anyway, so the flares add, like, suddenly, like, like there's some, like, artifacts that you can suddenly say, oh, um, you're entitled to some benefit. I can stop that. And the other guy go like, oh, no, I can stop that. Yeah. You know, so they layer on top of each other. Anyway, it makes it more fun. Um, it, it kind of feels like Magic the Gathering in, in some ways when you have your little deck. A, 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 a bit. A bit. A bit. You don't customize the deck. You're the, the randomly allocated Yeah, it's randomly. Deck. Everyone the gets fact the same that you deck. Can, that you can use the deck to basically, you know, change the play. Yeah. Break the rules there, there's, throughout. That certainly is an aspect. We, we played two games. We played two games. Uh, and the first game was very much a learning game. First game was very much a learning game. Yeah. And then the uh, second game, we were well into it. The yeah. rules are pretty fast to pick up, I think. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Once you once you sort of once you start playing your easel, you start to easily get the hang of it. Right. Uh, I, I am looking forward to playing this game again. I am as well. Yeah. I well, just so many different races yeah, to try. I'm just I'm fascinated to see what can be done with all of them. Me too. Me There's too. like some crazy ones like uh, the Gambor, which has like who can lie about your attack cards, <laughs> and you, you, they can like your opponent can call your bluff or not, and depending, you, they risk like uh, they risk losing ships if they call your bluff wrongly or something. Yeah, what, that's what, great. What does the virus do? That's another. Oh, race. the virus rather than um, basically it multiplies rather the ship, it multiplies based on the number, the card number you put down. So the number of ships you have multiplies based by on multiple the, the number of ships you have multiplied by the card number you put down. Oh, so wow, let's say that's you powerful. have so if you had like a twenty three, yeah, and you had four ships, it'd be forty. It'd be twenty three times times four. Holy smokes! Yep. Okay, so you're always gonna win. You're, you're pretty much yeah, unless you have like lower no even even the lower numbers, you still have decent. You still have pretty, wow. Okay. You always have decent cards, if not great cards. Right. So, and then there's like uh, I don't know, like the dom. Then he goes like the dictator who makes people attack each other. Oh yeah, that's good. And then I had one. Uh, I had a race that had divine intervention. Oh yeah, divine an intervention. Ultra religious race, and then basically and they can allow just, them to. Get, they can search like for like the, the top three cards, and then like in the last minute situation, if they're about to lose, and then play one yeah. from that, and just be like okay. Yeah. Oh, you think you will win? So the game has got Not so many, so, so many variations in it that it, it literally it's like the box. A cover art says there's no two games are ever like yep 
Really great fun. Probably the most fun board game we've played in a while. Yeah, certainly. Most yeah. certainly. Yeah, really it's great. One I, yeah, it's one I'm so interested in returning to. Totally recommend Cosmic Encounter. It's it's a classic. If you haven't already played it, then you should play it. Pick it up and play it because it is amazing and so much fun. Yes, it is. Yeah. I'd, I'd give it my wholehearted recommendation. Gets that Alex seal of approval. There you go. Okay. Now you now you know it's got to be Can't get good. more mediocre than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. On that note, uh, when we return, we'll get into our uh, battle report, the word bearers versus the blood angels. World, world eaters. Oh, the world. What? World eaters. The word bearers or the world eaters? World eaters. Oh, the world eaters. Did you think it was the word bearers? Yeah. Were, I, you, were you saying word bearers the entire time when I did this? I have totally have said the word bearers. I thought, I thought. No, this is the world eaters. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> it's the world leaders versus the blood angels when we return Okay, we're back. All right, uh, battle report. This uh, marks the return yeah. of the Blood Angels. Finally, we have not seen them on this podcast in a while what, what? because they have not been that competitive. No, they have not. No, last they... time I brought them out, I think the cult mechanic has just wiped them out. Yeah, the, I, I remember that vividly. Yeah, it, the grab, Mostly, grab yeah. cannons destroyed my uh, sanguinary guard. Weirdly enough, I just I I don't remember that very well. All I remember is. Skitari Rangers do having a Bonnie and Clyde moment with your um, <laughs> with your deaf company as they were all somehow gunned down and you kept failing your saves and they were all just yeah. wiped out. Yeah, so that, that's, that's what that's what I took away from. Yeah, that. so that that's why for months they have not been uh, since since they had the little like freaking wooden like semi-automatic guns. I just imagine Bonnie and Clyde. So in this case, they're back. Yep, better than ever. I decided to field a. A combination of a combined arms attachment and the Blood Angels Strike Force. Oh. Okay. In my combined arms attachment, I brought a librarian as my HQ, a level mm -hmm. one. And he had a galleon staff. Okay, which yeah. allowed him to reroll ones mm -hmm. and give him plus in, in, plus in two a, strength. In psychic in psychic tests. In psychic tests. Reroll ones in psychic tests, that's right. Um okay, but if you roll the one again, he automatically wounds. My troops were two scout squads, one with uh, sniper rifles, and yeah. the other one just with bolt guns. For my heavy support, I brought the Relic Leviathan Dreadnought. Mm. He was equipped with the uh, Leviathan Siege Claw. Ooh. It's that little that claw, that, that three-part claw that yeah. creates a severing cut. That you roll, uh, once you create a, do an unsafe wound, you roll a D6, and on a four up, he does D3 additional wounds. Awesome. And then he also brought the Leviathan Storm Cannon, which is a, a Strength 7, AP 3, Heavy 6 with Sunder. How many points for that guy? Okay, that guy uh, was something like... Oh, unfortunately, I don't see the points for him here. What? But he's... Uh, this this doesn't have the points. The printout doesn't have the points. Oh, dear. Oh. But I think he's like 390 points. Something like that. <laughs> something including the Dreadnought? Or including the Dropod? No. So hold on, let me yeah. let me look that up. All right, so so you 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 vamp for the podcast audience in the meantime. Okay, I'll, I'll just uh, I launch Battlescribe, which takes. Ladies forever. and gentlemen, we're experiencing uh, technical difficulty. No, we're not actually experiencing no. technical difficulties. I'm goofing you. I'm goofing you, audience. You're bad. At I, I'm making I'm, really I'm making some jokes. Vamping. Yeah. How, okay. how many uh, <laughs> how many likes does it take to get to the center of a tootsie pop? All right. <laughs> Okay, I, I don't so, endorse so the relic Leviathan Dreadnought is three hundred and fifty-five points. Okay, by him, by himself. By himself with the. Drop oh no pod. no with the drop pod with the okay drop with pod. the drop pod with, with the drop pod. pod. Okay, but that's still three hundred almost like three hundred fifty-five points. Yeah, that's concerning. Right for a dreadnought. Right, and then I added the ceramic plating, so it's actually three seventy-five. Remember? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So so three seventy-five oh. is what he came in at. Uh Okay, so that was that was my CAD, but then I also had um, the Blood Angel Strike Force, and that was a battle demi company, mm -hmm. which consisted of a captain with artificer armor, a chainsword, um, a combi plasma, uh, an iron halo, of course, and then he had the Valor's Edge, so I actually replaced the chainsword. Yeah. And that was the Strike at Initiative AP2 sword. He had with him a command squad that had an apothecary, and it had 
two vets with uh, plasma guns, mm-hmm. right? And then it had one vet with a storm shield and a lightning claw, mm-hmm. and they had the company champion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Devastator squad with four last cannons. Um, and then a dreadnought. This is like the, the dreadnought tax. You have to take a dreadnought. Um, yeah. He had an auto twin linked auto cannon and a power fist. For some reason, Blood Angels love their dreadnoughts. I know, but I don't, it, I don't know why. I didn't want to necessarily bring them, but he's in here. They, they and then a lance. Then I took a lancebeater squad, squadron. Okay, and I equipped them for the first time with assault cannons and multi melters. Awesome combination. Yep, yep, awesome yep. combination. Three tactical squads, one in a rhino with a heavy flamer, uh, and then two other tactical squads, one with uh, both with uh, heavy bolters. Um, okay, let's see. Is there anything else? Um, I brought. Oh yeah, and then I had a vindicator. So that was that my was, list. That was your army. That was my list. Okay, let's right. hear yours. Okay, so mine. I was drawing the World Eaters Butcher Horde for uh, first time. Yep. So I brought in the Chaos War. The I, it was just it was just the Butcher Horde. So I brought in the uh, Chaos War Band to give the entire to give that entire group uh, objective secured. Very useful. Um, two biker squads with two melted guns, two regular chaos space marine squads that I replaced the bolt guns with close combat weapons. So they had like bolt pistols and close combat weapons to hack people to death with. If they're going to get furious charge and rage, they might as well use it. Um, I had a squad, a squad of nine chosen with a, uh, dread claw drop pod. We'll see how that went. They were also, they were all in the drop pod. Along with the one, the only, the returning, the great man himself, and a pretty nice guy, Karn the Betrayer. Yeah, he was he was great. Um, so, and I haven't played him in such a long time since Corn Demon Kin. For some reason, for some reason, doesn't include him as an HQ choice. I don't know why. It's always annoyed me since he's such a great, uh, such a great HQ choice. So, I'm glad he was back. Um, squad of possessed. They always, whenever they get in the comp, they always perform well. And uh, and a squad of havocs, uh, all with last cannon, because gotta have some shooting, at least at least a little bit, a little okay. bit to support to support all the massacring you're gonna do. And then I had two wards of the legion. I had a chaos ward on a juggernaut uh, with lightning claws, sigil of corruption, and the talisman of burning blood, which basically. Um, allows him whenever he moves he can moves he can move an extra three inches which is pretty sweet pretty especially good. for such an assaulty yeah. fast moving army um i also brought out a demon prince with power armor wings and the berserker's glaive interest it interests me that no one actually was talking about the berserker's glaive for a demon prince at least nothing that i've heard because beyond being like a plus two strength uh weapon which is uh, which is nice um it, it the what some of the benefits are it gives its user feel no pain and it will not die all for the low, low price of the independent character thing but for a demon prince that's fine because you can just fly on i don't know why no one was talking about that but i thought oh that's a that's like an opportunity giving my demon prince it will not die and feel no pain and a plus two strength weapon for like what 30 points yeah that's actually that's actually a pretty good deal for all that that's great so that was nice and then i had a squad of three chaos spawn to assist and escort around my uh joker ward and that was it that was okay so what was the what was the theory behind your composition like what ideally how did you want to like play it play with them like Feel them. Like, it, what was going to happen? It's a corn army. What do you, <laughs> right. what do you okay. think? You, you were just going to run them up. Run yes. Them up and run, it, run them up and kill whatever I could find. That's You're right. the answer. That's the strategy. All right. That's, that's the strategy. And then run them up fast because you, you gave them ways to basically move the, up fast. And the yeah, world, not world only leaders, that, but something, something of particular interest to the yeah. Butcher Horde itself is that if you, as long as you take the Butcher Horde formation before, I think, like, or I think it was after infiltrators are set up and after all, everyone's deployed. Yeah. Uh, they get a special two d six move. Everyone except the non vehicle units or vehicle non vehicle units get a two d six move. So basically, wow. all your bikers, all your spawn, all your juggalords and your demon princes and your whatnot, all of those just get 
immediate movement. I just see the, all these mad dogs like straining at the end of their leashes, and then the leash goes out a little that's, further. That's kind of the aesthetic. That's kind <laughs> of then, that's kind of the look. And it's like go, go, <laughs> and they come at you. Yep. Okay, my cry I'm, havoc. Yeah, my thinking was I basically had two kind of death stars. Yep. Right, I I had the the relic uh, Leviathan in the uh, in the drop pod. Yep, and then he was gonna basically control the, whatever area he landed in because yeah. he's just too big to deal with, to otherwise deal with. You can ignore him. And then I had my uh, my captain with uh, with his command squad was gonna be my other mini Death Star. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with the librarians in, in there with him with a four sword. Mm-hmm. So that was my thinking that basically I was going to be able to use them to take out anything that was like a heavy hitter on your, in your army. Mm-hmm. And then figuring that you were going to run some hordes, um, I thought I would uh, take assault cannons on those land speeders and then just use them to wreck cows and just kill the multitudes of screaming madmen coming at me. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's let's talk about turn one. Well, let's see the mission. The mission was cleanse and control. Cleanse and control. Yeah, right, we, so got, we, we got three maelstrom objectives each. Uh, yeah, and, there's six. And we just maelstrom, had main, six objectives on the six field. objectives on the field. We had three maelstrom uh, objectives each, and we had to maintain that at three. So we, if we had less than three, if we achieved some, we get yeah. filled up back to three, and um, that was very simple. Um, my warlord trait was allowed me one extra tactical objective objective at the beginning. And then my um, my psychic power was uh, the sanguine one of the sanguinary powers. It was the, like the darkness, yeah, which is completely useless against oh know, yeah fearless and <laughs> we are fearless on yeah. the entire army right. was fearless. But so I still had nice. force and I still had um, the quickening, which is the other primary power for the yeah. sanguinary discipline. Okay, so so turn one, you got to pick both the table side, and you got to go first. I failed to seize. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what happened? The Dreadclaw lands. Karn and his boys come out. The entire, the entire, like my entire side of the table, except the Havocs, pretty much just rush up. Karn reaches, kills a Karn reaches and kills a Vindicator, and the Juggerlord kills and his spawn kill a squad of Tac Marines, and that was it. Because everyone else, it was just basically one mass advance. Yeah, uh, I think you took one wound on the uh, on one of your spawn. I might have, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. heavy bolter overwatch. With, with like a yeah, an overwatch. An but overwatch. then, but that was it. But and, right away, boom, alpha strike. Yeah, boom, alpha strike. Boom, My vindicator. One hundred twenty-five point vindicator's gone. Yeah, and then the and then I lost the attack squad. Yeah, I lost the attack squad. Okay, so a uh, pretty good start to the army. And by the way, Alex's army is now like right at my doorstep. Oh yeah, because that that two d six movement. Yeah. Oh. So oh. the Blood Angels had, had castled up. Um, we had a Vanguard Strike deployment, and they, they had kind of castled up around uh, some of the, uh, what do you call it, not Bastions, their, um, the, uh, the, the little defense, the, the, the Imperial, yeah, Imperial the, yeah, defense the readout re- something. Yeah, defensive readouts. Technical um, term. Right. So they, they were all, they were castled up in there. Yeah. I had a dreadnought and next to a couple of tax squads with the heavy bolter. I had, I had, I had a little parking lot. Full of uh, land speeders. Yep, yep, yep. Right, and then jammed up next to the rhino. And oh, had, oh, and had, the explosion from the vindicator killed two, two of my two of my devastators. Two devastators, died two devastators. right at the beginning. Yeah, and snipers uh, up on a perch, yep. course, doing the sniper thing. Okay, so my turn one uh, comes in. Yeah, the the relic uh, leviathan comes in with his lucius pattern drop pod yeah, yeah so he stays inside because the, the the great thing about that drop pod is that it gives shrouded yeah gives so shrouded. he stayed in so he's got a two-up cover save inside the drop pod but he's able to shoot out of it yeah and so he shoots one of the oncoming rhinos and then destroys the rhino so we're able to get first strike we had agreed on first strike as opposed to first blood yeah, yeah, yeah. first strike is if you're able to achieve a a unit kill in the first turn you yeah. get the point for it yeah Right, so we, we we sometimes play that instead of first blood because it's more egalitarian. <laughs> yeah, it, it, yeah, it gives both players an opportunity to get the point. So it's like yeah. exactly. So we so we always agree. Does, on, doesn't, on feel, doesn't, cool. feel it, doesn't feel it. Doesn't feel it. Home rule. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. So so we he destroy he did destroy that. Um, I was really not happy to have Karn and a whole bunch of corn berserkers raiding around my backfield. Funny that they weren't even corn berserkers; they were chosen. Oh, they were chosen. That's that's the great part. That's another great part about the butcher horde. Yeah, you don't even have to like corn berserkers cost a lot, 
and you don't really need to pay for them because with all the bonuses you get just by being a world eater, you are essentially a corn berserker except without weapon skill cheaper. five. Yeah. So okay. you're just a lot cheaper. Yeah. Right. So I didn't want corn and nine maniacs <laughs> running around in my backfield. Yeah. So the Blood Angels turned pretty much all their guns yep. onto that. And the first thing that happened was that the land speeders uh, melted Karn. <laughs> they yeah, just turned him into wet paste with their melted guns. And then uh, they proceeded with the combination of the land speeders, um, the, the the tack marines, and the heavy flamer. Yeah. And uh, the the let's see, what was it? The devastators, and then the uh, dreadnought with the twin linked auto cannon. It basically we killed off every single one of that unit. All the chosen were gone. Karn was dead. Yeah. Right. So that was that was my turn one right there. Yeah, that was your turn one. Yeah. Um my turn two. Yeah. Uh this was when I when I when I found value in an unexpected place. Oh yeah. Little <laughs> did he know yeah. the real threat hadn't yet revealed itself. <laughs> the secret weapon. The secret weapon of the world eaters. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the uh Jugger Lord who then proceeded to eat another tactical squad. Yep. Um, it, when it wasn't the demon prince who flew next to the dreadnought and just gave him a little glare, it wasn't the bikers who missed their shots on like a dreadnought spectacularly, and it wasn't the um, tac marines who admitted uh, the chaos space marines who admittedly got me a point that turn. The dreadclaw can move around. That's the interesting thing about the dreadclaw. The forge world dreadclaw is beyond. We didn't actually have a forge world red call. We actually we used, used a candle. We used a candle. Right. It was pretty. It was, it was pretty. It <laughs> it made was it a, kind of funnier. It was actually. a cool looking candle. Yeah, it was. It was a big gray <laughs> thing. Yeah. So basically, beyond having the mo- beyond being able to move and being a skimmer, it has this thing called a heat blast, where like three inches plus D three away from the entirety of the model, like just like a little circle around it, you can just activate the heat blast which creates a um, strength 6 AP5 ignores cover automatic wounding hit that just it it, it just took out people man it was yeah. like shocking how effective that was it yeah. like, it killed it was, it was throughout, like, uh, throughout the course of the game it killed um what was it, it like five marines i think it like five marines and two two, two land speeders two land speeders five yeah. marines and two land speeders a drop pod <laughs> yeah. A drop for a hundred points. This dumb little floating drop pod was going around killing. What, what, what do like what do regular drop pods like do? A, have a storm bolter and just kind of ping at people? No. Yeah, no. This this was this was a force of nature. It it had the blow dryer from hell. <laughs> <laughs> that was just super. Well, heat, yeah, like the creating flo- like these little like this little flame circle around the floating it. drop pod. Yeah. Hey, hey guys, how how you doing? How you doing? There? Here, how about some heat? It's a little cold. You look out a little, there. yeah, you look a little cold. Here's serious little. Yeah, I just want to warm you up, guys. Don't worry, don't run away. It's fine. Stupid <laughs> uh, little floating drop pod was going around, like burning everything oh, around it, it. Yeah, that that was the, the definitely MVP. Your, that was MVP. A, that was your MVP. So yeah, beyond that, that the, was, the that horde was continued to advance. Um, Jugger horde again, eight on our attack squad, and everyone was just sort of. I it wasn't as productive a turn as the uh, first turn. Uh, I think this is when things started to lose steam. Yeah, uh, and this is when I started to gain steam. Yeah. So my, in, in from reserves comes in my drop pod with the uh, captain and the command squad. Yeah. yeah. So they they drop right behind um, the juggerlord. Yep. Right, and then uh, the scouts came in from outflank, and they decided to pay the devastators the uh, the havocs a little visit. Oh yeah, yeah. That's hey boys, cool. what's going on? How about some rapid fire bolters in your back? Remember, remember. Um, Let's not go there. Let's not go there. <laughs> Let's not go there. Let's not go there. Okay. So, all right. So those those two units come in. My Leviathan comes out of the uh, drop pod and shoots up uh, all of the Chaos Space Marines that were hovering near its objective. And yep. I had drawn that objective. So I needed to clear those guys off because they were objective secured. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Then, let's see, I ended up putting some wounds. I ended up killing one of the bikes. One of the um, Yeah, you did. Killed one of the bikes. Um, I put some more wounds on the Chaos spawn. Yep. Because um, they were out of combat. Because they basically, anything they combat with, they destroy. Mm-hmm. So I put some wounds on the, on that. And then my um, my command squad um, and basically started targeting the uh, 
Juggernaut Lord and his Chaos Spawn and kill all the Chaos Spawn. And then the uh, company, the company champion, asked for a challenge. He challenged the uh, the Chaos Lord. Yeah. And they, they they face each other. And normally the company champion, um, I wouldn't expect him to survive that long, but uh, he was able to tank. He was able to tank like five or six like uh, yeah. Yeah, AP two hits from yeah. your lord for some reason. For some I made reason. I made all my invuln saves. It was AP AP three hits. AP three hits. So he made it. So it allowed that that combat to continue for a while. Yeah. Right, uh, and then the rest of the command squad killed off the chaos spawn. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was that. Yeah. Um. So now, so now it, it, things are starting to look a little bit. They're still kind of even, but things are starting to go the blood angels way. Yeah. At this point, yeah. um, I think what decided it was this turn because yeah. I uh, turn three. was like. Um, when, it, when I play corn, I must admit, I just sort of, I just sort of don't care about most like tactical sensibilities as any good corn player should. Like for every other army, I'm like, okay, how do I bust off to my, I need to hold this objective. And then when I'm playing corn, I'm like, I don't care. I'm just going to attack things. <laughs> I, I don't even, I, sometimes I won't even pay attention to like objectives. From Creed to Karn. From Creed to Karn. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's, that's the transition there. So. What I did was like, hey, what would be a sweet fight? How about we fight the Demon Prince against the Leviathan? That sounds cool. That sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. Right. Um, so I did that, and it wasn't a good idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> turns out it wasn't. It turns out no. it wasn't. Uh, now, I normally lose the fight to the uh, Demon Prince. The only way the I usual, can... yeah, The usual formula between Demon Prince and Blood Angels has yeah. been... You have you have Dante and yeah. Sanguinary Guard. Yeah, they show up. Demon Prince flies to them, kills Dante, and then dies to the uh, Sanguinary Guard while probably screaming something like "whoa, whoa, 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 whoa," because you know he's, he clearly comes from the internet. Right, he's he's just an internet yeah. troll. Yeah, that's, that's what that, always happens. That's what the Demon Prince is. That's, he's always, that, he, that's the form that's been played out time and time I'm, again. I'm serious. It just it, that's just yeah. he just like a like a freaking heat seeking missile just goes immediately for Dante. Right. But, and then and then dies. Yeah, but this time, this time uh, the Leviathan has got uh, an in, a four up invuln save. Turns out Leviathan's significantly tougher than Dante. Yeah, <laughs> he's got uh, thirteen front armor, and yeah. then he's got the four up invuln save. Reason I thought he the demon yeah, but you might... made you made like five. Uh, you penetrated like yeah, you had five penetrating hits or something. Like, yeah, something ridiculous. Yep, yep. yep. I um, right. the reason I thought I could was because I he. Um, when charging with that glaive thing, yeah, he'll be he hits at strength nine, right? AP two. So I was like, and it's a demon weapon, so it gives you bonus attacks. So I was like, right, you had ton, you had like nine attacks. I was like, yeah, you had like nine attacks. Um, I had four whole points. The odds were good. I had four whole. whole <laughs> yeah. I had four whole point. Yeah, you had four whole points. Um, I made like uh, six of those attacks. I, I think yep. six eventually just got through. Got through. Um, but I made my saves. You made your saves. You made I had, enough saves. I had two whole and I did left. not. And I did not roll a six to blow it up. Yep. So, so I then proceeded to die because yeah. that was essentially relying. Because I knew I was like, I, I can't survive. I cannot survive the no. freaking little snippety snipper. Yeah, I had the uh, severing cut siege claw, which which is well, it's strength ten, so it doubles me out automatically. So yeah, it doubles, matter, so doubles you like, out. Yeah, it just goes AP snip, 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 you out. Yeah. So I basically chopped up the demon prince with this giant siege claw snip. snip, snip. Yeah. I, 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 yep. So, so, so that's was, uh, so so part two of your uh, you know triathlon of evil. Uh, part two, and then part three. Karn had died, and Karn, now the demon prince was dead. And then part three, uh, the died command squad, the command squad was like, because he killed the company champion, and then the command squad was like, hey, get him! <laughs> Everyone, get that guy! <laughs> and then pull him off the seat and just start kicking him. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he basically he fell he basically fell to uh, my. Uh, my lightning claw vet. Did he? I think so. I thought it was. It wasn't the captain. It was the lightning claw vet. Um, was it? No, 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 it wasn't. no, it wasn't. It was my dreadnought. It was your dreadnought. That explains. No, yeah, my dreadnought actually joined the fight. Yeah, and then he. I can't. Power, he uses power fist to lightning. smash him on the head. As it turns out, lightning claws 
not good against dreadnoughts. <laughs> <laughs> no, lightning claws are not good against dreadnoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the um, so here's your title of the friendly show. Friendly 40k advice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't bring a lightning claw oh, to a dreadnought fight. Yeah, nope. <laughs> yeah. So then I was like, oh, okay. Right. And then I had didn't have a lot of units left, so I was like, oh, I'll concede. Yeah, no, as, I, as, I, as 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 it usually is with corn, it's a short game. It's three yeah. turns. That yeah. was it. Um, I mean, I could have played it out, but I was like, nah. nah, not after that. I was like, yeah, after that, I was like, yeah, I don't have any heavy. I mean, I could draw well, but I had, I had like what three, I had, I had two objectives that were sort of a little far-fetched and I had to keep them at three and I couldn't just get rid of them. So it would have be me trying to earn good objectives one at a time. Yeah. Pretty much. And I was, I was leading on the objective on the tactical objectives anyway. Yeah, so I was and like, I had, eh. I had Slay the Warlord at this point. Um, uh, yeah, we both got in first strike. I had Line Breaker, but it was like, yeah, whatever. Oh, and oh, I forgot. And the Drop Pod proceeded to kill more people in that one because Drop Pod was <laughs> yeah. Drop Pod was shocking in terms of yeah, it was it's the most effective unit you had. Uh probably yeah. <laughs> in terms of like body count, yes. In terms of body count, oh yeah. Oh, no, well, no, oh, maybe we, you're, maybe Juggernaut Lord. He he took out ten dudes. Oh, and and then there was the um. We forgot to tell you how the uh, how the um Scout Odyssey went. Oh yeah, because after after they had killed like two um Havocs, the Havocs then proceeded to say screw this and ran at the <laughs> Scouts. Yeah, and like killed three of them. Uh, lost a guy, but then the scouts uh, broke. Yeah, bro- morale broke. We're too new. No, <laughs> no one told us. We actually have to fight. No, I'm That's too all. young to die. So they ran. The scouts ran like blood angel scouts sometimes do. Yeah, and they ran away. But um, but they were gonna they were they shall and they shall have no fear. So they were gonna regroup. They're but, gonna regroup. But but then the chaos conceded. Shockingly, chaos conceded. The corn guy said, "We lay down our weapons, blood angels." You have bested us this day. I, I somehow doubt that's <laughs> what happened. That's exactly what happened. I think I think they pr- I think it was probably just reinforcements arrived. <laughs> yeah, they said, I, I said out of here. They went back to the war. I, I, they went there. No, I think I think it, they that everyone died. All right. That's my. That's the only that's way. Your interpretation. That All right. That, no, yeah, because that's that's always how. Like, no. In my interpretation, the uh, the blood angels uh, succumbed to the red thirst and then just eat them all. Eat them all. <laughs> oh, the irony. The world leaders were eaten ha, ha, by the ha, vampiric ha, 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 blood ha, ha, ha. angels. Oh, 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 all right. Oh, so that oh, was that was a battle. That, oh, it was it was, it was actually uh, a pretty fun game. There yeah, were a lot yeah, of was good. fun moments. Um, at, at, at the beginning when I saw that giant wave get so close to my gun line, yep. I thought I was done for. And I thought, this is exactly the wrong list to bring to a corn uh, demon can fight or a corn, a corn fight. Uh. But uh, it turns out the Blood Angels were pretty pretty cool. I mean, they they were good. They were really good. The, the Dreadnought did surprisingly well. The, those three land speeders with assault cannons and multi meltas just wrecked house. And then the Leviathan Dreadnought is just even though he's so expensive, he's fantastic on the battlefield mm-hmm. because you can't ignore him, and he kills anything he. Well, I mean, you can't ignore him. You, uh, yeah, because he's not fast. He's, he's not fast. That's the thing. He's right. Like, but if he's sitting on an objective everybody needs, then... <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> then, if he's sitting on an objective you need. Sure. Yeah, then you can't ignore him. Um, so he's he's great. He's great. Um, so I, I was really happy to see the Blood Angels come back on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a while since since they've been on the field and certainly longer since they've won. Uh, certainly, yeah. Yeah. it's uh, It's been a while. Been a while. But I think we'll continue to try out some of the different formations from the Trader Legions book because there's so many fun things to yeah, play with so, there. Yeah, I have yet to try Thousand Suns. I have yet to try. I'm interested in trying Night Lords uh, okay. next because like, be again, it's it, army white stealth. That sounds pretty nice. That's cool. Um, although I'm, I might try maybe a full blown like 1850 Alpha Legion list just because, uh, man, those cultists. Four up, four ups. Oh yeah, they keep coming back. They keep coming. They got FAQ'd where it's yeah, it is. If it is, they get two opportunities to come back. Yeah. So that's pretty nice. All right. Yeah. Um, Or maybe I'll try Necrons. I haven't tried Necrons. Yeah, we haven't played Necrons in a while. So it might be that. I don't know. I don't know what my next army will be. I'm probably gonna bring back the Iron Hands next time. 
perhaps the, there we go. That's a classic fight: Necrons versus Iron Hands. Yep, maybe, maybe, maybe with a, uh, a, it, a dash of Death Watch. And it, and it has a very, it has a very, um, it has a very predictable conclusion as well. The Rafe's the Rafe's tar pit, your uh, Iron Hands chapter master, <laughs> right. and his and his Death Star squad, and that goes on for five. And that goes, yeah, that goes on for the entire game because <laughs> yeah. eventually the Witch Guards show up and join the tar pit. There you go. You don't have to listen to the next episode. You don't even now. have to listen because because <laughs> whoever whoever wants. No, 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 no. The, the tar pit loses. Right. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'll bring Death Watch or Cult Mechanicus or something to add a little spice to oh, that. A little, fight. a little spice. Into that's it. right. Okay. Well, that's been our episode. Yes. That's episode 34 of the Eye of Terror podcast. We encourage you. We hope that you will come to our Facebook page and say hi. We'll Please. have pictures of this particular battle as Please. well as some of the hobby stuff that we've been doing. Come and say hi. Leave a comment. Post your own pictures. And uh, and actually, um, we're going, if you come by and like some of the stuff from this battle report, we're going to take some of the people and then randomly choose a winner um, and then that winner will get sent something from our LVO swag bag that we won't use. So, <laughs> but perhaps you might use. Um, oh, okay. So we're definitely, so please come by. And then if you like, uh, like any of the pictures from the battle report of the world leaders versus the blood angels, um, we will randomly pick a winner and then we will contact you and then ship you something cool from the Las Vegas open. And all of it's like like really expensive, cool stuff. It's just that yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just we don't use any of it. We're not. Yeah, I'm not going to start no, a new it's, game. It's all for. I'm not, not going to start Wrath of Kings. I'm not going to start Drawfly Commander. I'm yep. not going to start. So we'll send you Warm Hordes. I'm not going to start any of those things. But maybe you might be interested in in getting your your gaming paws on some of this cool stuff. In which case, um, please pay us a visit. If you want to send us an email, talk about the show, give us suggestions. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Uh, please drop us an email at the Eye of Terror Podcast at gmail.com. And we always appreciate um, you giving us a rating on iTunes. That helps us a lot. All right. All right. Uh, we've said our piece. This was episode 34. With that, I'm George. And I'm Alec. We play 40K. We'll see you guys soon. Bye.